energy just, smiles, smiles, everyone smiles. The plane, the plane smiles, says Mr. Rourke. Uh, it startled well, me that time. Yeah, <laughs> I have the music. So, uh, welcome. You are now part of the production crew, having tuned in to our behind-the-scenes production meeting. So, Wait, it's, does that mean I'm part of the production crew? Yes, hmm. technically, but hmm. you're more of the talent. So, um, for those of you who haven't watched this before, or been here before, or lived before, I don't know, but like this is our, this is our behind-the-scenes where we let you in to see what's going on with the podcast, what we're thinking about doing, uh, where we're having challenges. We also share stats. We often will test drive content that we will release on the show. However, given that this is the end of season one, we will be doing something different. Uh, by way of introduction, this is Cami Chaos. She is the host of the show, and I'm Rick Tarosi. I'm the producer of Mildly Interesting People. And uh, we usually and we're start mildly off, interesting, the two yeah, of us. We're we're the mildly interesting people. Our guests it's, are wildly interesting, but we don't have we don't have one of those. We don't know we don't, meeting. We don't know why the wildly interesting people hang out with us, but they do. And mm -hmm. For some reason, they enjoy it. I don't know. Probably more than you because you're not even here. You didn't show up for the production meeting, which is cool. It's not a requirement Never. to show up just so long as you watch it at some point. However, it's much easier to get your feedback in real time if you show up to the production meeting. But if you don't see this to know that you're supposed to watch it, then it's okay that you didn't watch it because you didn't know that you were supposed to. So you're fine. So basically what we're saying is it's it's all good. Yeah, it's yeah. And people some people may have other things going on today, especially. <laughs> I would just say that uh the next production meeting you will not want to miss. So if you're watching this after the fact, mark your calendars, go to your YouTube or your Facebook and and register as going to attend. I wanna I wanna go now. What what's gonna happen? Tuesday. Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Tuesday the what? Tuesday the what? That's a great question, Tuesday the what? 28th? I don't remember what the date is on that day. Tuesday the... Let me look here. Tuesday 27. the 27th at 7 p.m. So 27, 7 p.m. We will be holding the very first live mildly interesting people production meeting for season two which means you will get all kinds of inside information on what we're going to be doing and all the exciting stuff secrets if, yeah and if you show up you'll get to know before anybody else and then you can show up the next day at work and be like guess what's going on at mildly interesting people i'm not going to tell you because and i then, showed up to the production meeting and then the and people didn't. will be like what what is mildly interesting people and then you'll be like oh it doesn't really matter and they'll be like, get a life. Like, what are you doing? Find but, some wildly interesting people to pay yeah. attention to. Anyway, so uh, we generally start this. And I feel like this is going to be a short one. I feel like I'm it's okay going to be a that. short production meeting. Um, we usually start this with just some mildly interesting small talk. So, Cammy, just to kind of warm the room up, make Cammy feel comfortable in the environment. Yeah. Like, what? What have you got? What have you got going on? Like, did you watch anything interesting this week that you would like to talk about? Perhaps I have to, I have to contemplate like whether or not I want to admit that I've been watching something. Uh, uh -huh. So let me think on that for a moment. I will say that we rented Dungeons and Dragons last night. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. A lot of people, a lot of people told us. That it was so bad that it was good. It was so good. They were like, it's so good. Oh, it was so funny. It was so sweet. It was so charming. Mm -hmm. no, not not for me. Didn't really work for me. I like I liked I literally You liked every moment of Chris Pine. I did. That was the thing. Like yeah. I don't know if I was like queuing myself up for like uh 
just be entertained by some aspect of this, but you know, there are all the Chris's and Chris Pine is Chris Pine is fine. Like you just erase that little part of the P and it's Chris Pine, Chris fine. He's fine. It, it was not what I expected it to be at all. Although I did appreciate that midway through the movie, Cammy had to lean over and go, you do realize these are all the monsters from the Dungeons and Dragons guide, right? And I'm like, yes, thank you. I needed you to tell me that. Well, he didn't play D&D <laughs> when he was young, folks. He didn't play D&D. I observed D&D. I played so, a lot of D&D when I was a kid. Yeah, no, and, that's fine. And as a teenager and as a young adult. And then like 10, 15 years ago I did. And I can't not, there are times I want to play again, but this movie killed that desire for me we right found now. we found a way to reincorporate D D into cammy's life without her having to play D D. and i'm pretty is, happy about it which is what's happening on season two so uh but we're not talking about that here because this is mm -hmm. the end of season one okay season i've been walking i no, we're not week. talking about season two yet i'm gonna tell the people because it's embarrassing what? and they should know i've been watching walker texas ranger with the guy from Supernatural and Gilmore Girls is the main character. It's the reboot of the show Walker, Texas Ranger that used to have that one guy with the hair. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Um, Jared Padalecki, I think, is his name. Hmm. That's and pretty he good. Doesn't, his, he has better hair than Chuck Norris. Hmm. But he doesn't have that same Chuck Norris. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I'm watching it. Who could have I do. A Chuck I'm in Norris, a depression but... spiral, and so I'm watching... I had to find something bad and I was hoping if I found something that wasn't too long, then mm -hmm. my depression spiral my, for watching TV would be shorter. Um, I don't think there are that many seasons of it. It's not a good show, but. Speaking of disappointing television and movies, that Stan Lee thing <sighs> was not good. Like it felt like it was, it felt like it was made for, and this is even insulting to third graders. It felt like it was made for third graders or lower to like. I don't know who the target audience for that. I wish we could was, have a better term than target audience. I don't like the use of the word target. Yeah. Um, the anyway. Intended, the intended, intended audience. audience. It was not. I felt the like demographic, I wasted my. The demographic whoop. they were. Tar oops. The demographic they were. <laughs> See, it's Engaging. Hard. They were engaging a certain demographic, and the I don't know what it was. The demographic they were working toward. Yeah, but it was. It's don't waste your time on the Disney Plus Stanley thing. It's everything you already know about Stanley, and then I don't care if this is a spoiler or not. Like with five minutes to go, they actually start to get into the tension of what occurred at Marvel when Stan was like, "Oh, I did everything," and the other I'm people the creator. Like, I'm the, the other only people creator. Wait a second, we did some stuff too, and and there was some tension there, and then like, yeah, we're done. It's over. They it's, I saw another documentary a while ago that like, I think it was a series around the Marvel stuff that spent an entire episode talking about, about essentially that Stanley believed that he had been the creator of these characters, specifically of Spider-Man and hadn't been crediting the artists who created the visual in any way, what Rick said, don't bother. Yeah, it's not. And we're it. we're fans, so that it's I sad have a, to say that. I I have a picture of the man like within eyesight with with me and and other people. That, so <laughs> like like I wondered how you were going to phrase that. That's a good uh, job with me and other people. That may be relevant not, to me today me. today especially. So yeah. uh, those people are in that photo as well. But a huge amount of respect but not, not, I don't know. Like, I, like I don't put him on a pedestal as the be all and end all, like any more than I do any CEO. Like the only reason any leader CEO is successful is because of the people they surround themselves with. So um, there just wasn't there. At least they talked about those folks and some of the roles yeah. that they played, but yeah, it's not worth your time unless and you're then, really bored. And then we watched even, I, I, it, I think it would just make me mad. I was making me mad while we watched it. Which one? It was so boring. The Stanley Which, thing. Oh, 
But I was right. going to move on to the the space movie we watched that I uh, don't remember the name of. <clears throat> Stowaway. Stowaway. It was good. I mean, it kept me entertained throughout. Like, I like okay. the, I, I like the actors in it. All of the actors I like. And it was, it created some tension, but then you you know they got to the point where, like, we don't know how to end this. Yeah, like, that's who, the thing for me. So I particularly like two of the actors. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with, I kind of really, actually, I like most, you're right, I do. It only had four yeah, actors. It was a great, and it was there, definitely. There a, are two yeah. actors in it that, like, I, I Daniel Dick, him, and, um. Anna Kendrick are both in it, and and I particularly like both of them. And it was definitely a pandemic film. It was, yeah, it was like four people in the cast, tiny, so like they were filming yeah. while there was contagion, and they were doing so responsibly. It looked like I don't know. Anyway, that's what so, we've been watching. So enough of all the negative stuff. I will say, I was going really negative on this other one that we watched, and then it became hugely positive, taxing. John Wick level of action and violence. Oh, extraction, my gosh. extraction two with another Chris, Chris Hemsworth. He's my, I don't know. He's tied for first place in the Chris's in my heart. Yeah. He, he, Chris Hemsworth admits that Chris Evans is the best Chris. Maybe just because it was, maybe just because it was Chris Evans' birthday. I don't know. But, but, but he said, Chris that. Evans and Chris Hemsworth are the Chris's that are, he, he knows. So Extraction 2, you'll watch it and you'll be like, what is even going on here? This is so slow. This is not what I signed up for. And then Idris Elba will show up and you'll be like, oh, hi. is Idris going to make it more exciting? No, no, he's not. And then like maybe 10 minutes later, like nonstop from then on, it's just boom, boom, so boom, boom. Nine minutes later, Rick actually stops looking at the screen to say, I thought they said this was going to be bloody and full of action. And then like (laughs) one minute later, he rips a person's hand in half. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so it begins. And it was, I don't remember if the ripping the person's hand in half happened right at the 10 minute point, but I do remember that like one minute after he complained that there was no action, blood everywhere. I stuff. I waited to complain, oh, and then it was a ten minute later. Kind but man, of thing. that moment when he ripped that person's hand in half, I mm-hmm. was just. Oh. Yep. It was a good movie. I mean, I don't know if it was a good. I enjoyed it greatly. That's what we'll say. I enjoyed it, was, it greatly. It was entertaining for the demographic. It was engaging. It made me want to watch the first one again because I don't remember the first one and I wonder <laughs> yeah, they're, they're such plot driven films I feel like I might miss I might have missed a character trait I was trait. like no it's not that I thought I missed a character trait I'm like maybe there was that great of violence in it the, in the first one and I just wasn't the first one was pretty good attention. we can go back okay. and watch that okay. I wouldn't mind that that's fine um, well, thank you for picking that up I forgot I loved that it that was, was the only it was the only bright spot of show watching for our this weekend this weekend really mm-hmm. was that one the writer yeah. strike is really impacting us personally and i'm sure it's not impacting the writers or all of hollywood or any no. of you no it's but, just causing a problem for us but it is can, can we resolve this issue for us can we please pay the writers uh, fairly and equitably can we give them the things that they need can we stop threatening to replace them with ai if you think AI is going to replace them, go back and watch the last episode and you'll learn a lot about the last episode of the season, I might add, episode 20. Episode 20. With Mr. Martin Kelly. He, t- you- he talks all about the AI. He knows about the AI. There's no That's I true. in it. It's just <laughs> all It's all it's A, just all A. According to him. A. All right. All right. Blank. Are we... All right. I'm ready. So, are we ready? Okay. So, I'm ready. The, oh my gosh. Here's the thing. So, that we're at the part of the show that none of you are watching, but maybe you're watching it later. That uh, we call this part mildly interesting questions. And generally, what we will do, uh, mildly interesting. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Mildly interesting questions are a a lightning round of questions where we ask our guests 
five questions that they have to answer as quickly as they possibly can. Uh, they have top of mind, first thing that comes to them. If they get really stuck, they're allowed to pass on the question, but they have to come back to it. There's no way to avoid the question. And so during the production meeting, what Cammy and I like to do is kind of workshop potential other questions that we could ask those guests you know, in the future or whatever, or we have a new format that if you haven't heard, we're not going to tell you until the next production meeting. Cause that's that season two, this is just season one. So the way we thought we would wrap up season one, this Cammy's idea, I think it's brilliant is we will ask one another the questions we always ask the guests. Now, the only thing that kind of switches up is Cammy and I have heard these questions at least 20 times now. So we've probably formulated some answers of our own to each of those questions. So this rapid fire, oops, sorry, I know you don't like that one. This lightning, this lightning round may be really a lightning round because we all have, oh, Janet is here. Hi, Janet. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to shots, interrupt that. Shots, 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 yeah, shots, shots, exactly. shots, shots. That's what I'm uh, guessing is happening in Janet's house right now. Uh, so we are going to go through the questions. We've all already asked the guests. If you've watched any of our shows, you've seen those questions. But you may be interested in what Cammy's responses are and perhaps my responses, although mine are worse than mildly interesting. Uh, Janet says you guessed correctly about what she was doing. I know, so, girl. All yeah. right. Cool. All right. So we'll start with Cammy asking me, and okay. then I ask Cammy. Also, there's a little bit of exposition involved in us answering these questions, just because we do the mildly interesting questions to workshop things. So there may be a little tangent here or there. Rick, are right. you ready for the I... season one? Mildly interesting questions. Recap with hosts and producer. Yes. I'm, yes. But I'm asking you the season one, mildly interesting questions. Oh yes, you are. Yeah. I think I'm ready. And, okay. and I'm so happy to be done with, I don't ever have to answer questions ever again. Right. This is that the is last. False. Okay, fine. Let's just go. Let's, let's just, we, we'll discuss later. Just no. let's move along. Question move number along, one. Asked what is and your, answered. What is your favorite but least useful hobby? I had to put a lot of thought to this one. It's photography. Hmm. Photography is the only thing I do for the pure joy of taking photos and framing images and those kind of things. So, like, I don't really get much utility out of it. I just enjoy doing it and I've done it since I was a kid. Cool. Question number two, would you like to survive the zombie apocalypse? Y yes, I think so. But I only, I want to stay back at camp and just cook for people. Like, I don't really want to be fighting zombies on a regular basis. I would like basis. you to stay back at camp cooking and being safe as well. Yeah. Okay. So it, so long as I can do that, I'm fine if I need to go out on an expedition to acquire and forage for ingredients, that makes sense. I may kill a zombie or two during that. Uh, who knows? Zombies may be some type of delicacy in the future, and I would like to serve zombie for one of the meals. Maybe. I don't know. But Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe. I would I worry know. that eating zombie flesh would turn you into a zombie. But what if it's cooked? It, wouldn't it be like any other parasite? I don't I'm, know. Not, I'm not serving you zombie sushi. Then it's still close enough to cannibalism that I don't want to be involved in that either. Okay, come on. Desperate times call for desperate menus. Just we need to do <laughs> what we're going to do. I agree with you. Desperate times do call for desperate menus. All right. Rick, speaking of yes. menus, what yes. is the last food you photographed? Well, I'm glad you asked. So uh, I was thinking about this one as well. If you count coffee as food, which I do, yes. then it was coffee. If you feel like coffee is not a food, then this is definitely a food. It was a container of ranch dressing. 
on top of a pizza box. <laughs> so even if you disagree that coffee is food, ranch is most definitely food. Ranch is food. Uh, Rick, what is the best season? Uh, I don't. I don't like get as gussied up as I used to. I used to have a sense of fashion, as you can tell from the way I show up every it was episode. Very fancy. But I really always appreciated my fall wardrobe more so than anything else. So I'm going to have to say fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the last question for you this season. Ever. The this last season. question ever. Oh. This season. Magnets or stickers? Stickers, easy. Okay. Like I like, and and my yeah. answer may surprise you, because I often don't like blemishing my. I'm gently caressing my laptop here that has no stickers on it. I don't necessarily like putting them on my phone. However, I do appreciate the art form of stickers, and stickers are far easier to store than magnets. I can stack stickers up till the cows come home. He's also one of those uh, water bottle sticker people. Mm, yeah, yeah, I do have I do have stickers yeah. on my water bottle. Mm, nice. Yeah. All right. Rick, you funny have completed is, the season funny one thing is like Three of those stickers are my stickers. That local as fuck and Silicon Florist and Pie are all my stickers. That's true. Well, also, it doesn't say local as fuck. It says local AF. Can you read? <laughs> no. Actually, that's <laughs> that's the saddest part. Don't tell my alma mater that I spent all that money on an English degree. and They I really won't read. care that you can't oh. read. They got the money. It's all good. Why well, can't Rick read? Next on ABC's After School Special. On a very all special right. episode of Mildly Interesting People. All right. My turn. Am I done? Your turn. You get to ask me now. I'm officially done with answering questions forever. This season. I have a purple pen. Um, For this season. All right. Anyway. So mildly interesting questions for Kimmy Chaos, which happened to be, if you've watched the show before, questions you will will recognize. Okay. Uh, this is not my list of questions, so I don't know why I'm looking at it. My list of questions is right there. Okay. Cammie. Yes. What is your favorite but least useful hobby? I had to give this a lot of thought because I'm one of those people who hyper fixates on hobbies. And then I have a hobby for like three days to a month. Mm -hmm. And then I go and do something else. So I have a lot of incredibly unuseful hobbies and supplies for those hobbies sitting around. And I think that what I've decided is my favorite but least useful hobby, regardless of what I'm currently hyper fixated on, is making yarn out of t-shirts. Ah, that's a good one. Thank you. It could be useful in the zombie apocalypse, though. It could be if we needed throw rugs. Or, or bags something. or scarves, or if we just needed to take old scarves. shredded t-shirts, old shredded t-shirts that are no longer good for wearing, we can turn them into to thread. You can crochet things from them. You can knit things from them. I can't crochet or knit things from them. I have made a section of a very large rug and I'm getting ready to get back to that. That's not even making t-shirt yarn. That's just cutting them into little tiny pieces that you tie onto a rug. The t-shirt yarn making is the real, that's where the magic is. And if I could, I would start a company and just make t-shirt yarn and sell it to people who can hmm. make amazing things out of t-shirt yarn because it's so right. fun and fulfilling. Okay. T-shirt yarn. Yeah. That's the answer anyway. Okay. Would you like to survive the zombie apocalypse? Yes. Why? I want to live. I've spent a lot. Also, (laughs) I've spent my entire life. I've spent my entire life being anxious about shit. And like, there's a part of my brain that is prepared for the worst case scenario. And like, I want to see if I could, you know, be helpful in that situation. It's also why I've been learning about medicinal plants and how to make t-shirt yarn and, 
and canning or jarring and pickling Mm -hmm. and like things like that. And, you know, yeah. So there, and I like knives because I'm Finnish. Yeah. It's yeah. It's in your DNA. You can't not (laughs) like knives. Um, okay, cool. Uh, what was the last food that you photographed? Uh, an absolutely beautiful piece of salmon with the skin perfectly crispy. So like so crispy that you can just peel it off and eat it like a chip uh, over some grilled broccolini with a really lemony hollandaise. Hmm. I'll give it to Rick. He can edit it into this so that you can see our last food photos. Yes, I'll be happy, happy to do that. It was the grilled. It was the grill that did the skin so well. It was amazing. Nothing to do with that. I just You're the one that it put it on the grill. Oh, so I'm just that's saying. That's right. All right. Uh, next question. What is the best season? Fall. Huh. Why? Uh, there are a lot of reasons, but one of them is just the feeling and sound of stepping on crunchy leaves watching the weather change. Also in the fall, it's this nice season where you're not running the air conditioner. You're not running the heater. Halloween is in the fall. Uh, I get to start wearing sweaters and scarves and my beanies. People don't stare at me because I'm wearing a hat. Uh, The sun is still shining. I love it. And then you got all those like nice fall vegetables coming up and yeah, I like the fall. The fall is magical to me. Cool. Uh, There are also a lot of slugs in the fall if you like slugs there are i don't particularly like slugs but oh. but there are a lot of them in the fall that is and true. spiders slugs and spiders are there actually more spiders in the fall or do you just notice them more i notice the spiders the most in the spring and the fall i think I about don't the know spiders why. the most during the fall because halloween and spider webs and things right. like that Right. Uh, I wonder if it's the way that the light hits in the spring and the fall that makes you think about the spiders more. Because of the way that, like in the spring, the dew settles on the webs and you can mm. really see them take form and it's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I'm not an arachnologist. Should we talk about arachnophobia? I love that <laughs> no. movie. No. We should John watch Goodman. it. It was filmed in Cambria. Cool. All right. And your final question of the mildly interesting questions yes. ever that you have to answer. Right? It's yep. your last question ever. Of the season. Ever. Of the season. Magnets or stickers? It's so funny you should ask that question because I've spent the entire season being very judgmental, but the more I think about it, for practical reasons, I'm going to say magnets. Huh. I can't what, believe it. What, I can't what, believe it myself. What practical reason is there to have magnets? What if I'm outside playing in the dirt and I want to get all the metal pieces out of it? How am I going to do that with a sticker? If I do that with a sticker and I stick the sticker to the dirt, it's just going to pick up all of the stuff. However, if you get the magnet out, you can pick up all the little trace pieces of metal and then you can probably get a splinter. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I would, uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yes, there, there are no They're wrong magic. answers. They're made there's, of magic. There's no, there are no wrong answers here. I that... just like, what if we have science and we need to like, like in Wakanda, when they do those rails and stuff, they're using that special metal, but isn't it also partly based on like magnetic repellency and, room and like we can vibranium vibranium is it called yeah vibranium here's the thing we can actually do real shit with magnets stickers are just pretty and superficial i love stickers don't get me wrong i've just really reflected on this over the season when i listen to these people answer these questions and then like no you're wrong it's not magnets it's not magnets but the scientific value of magnets is amazing also they're still a complete mystery stickers are not a mystery we know why stickers stick there's sticky stuff on them to be fair, I'm just pretty and superficial as well. You are. I like it. All right. Cool. But you're also a great cook. Fair. Um, so Janet had two comments that are out and third. She now has three comments. So okay. on, let me touch on the magnet stuff. 
Stranger Things showed how important magnets are. I don't know that reference because I started watching. I started watching Stranger Things, and I was I gave the first episode a chance, and then the second episode, I'm like, this costuming is not the '80s. I grew up in the '80s. I know what the '80s look like. This is not the '80s. I am unwilling to suspend my disbelief for these cherubs garbed in false 80s wear i can't take anymore i don't care if winona rider's on it i'm not watching it so i stopped watching stranger things but i appreciate the reference that is almost exactly what he said while watching the second episode and then it's not the 80s he walked out of the room i don't i don't care what upside down world they're exploring that's not the 80s so I will I'll take your word for it Janet thank you for that reference the other thing she says is magnets is the correct answer even though there are no right or wrong answers here (laughs) apparently that is the correct answer so you've nailed it oh it's very accurate to the Midwest 80s don't get me started Janet Janet damn it Janet you're playing with fire all right so the other thing the other thing Janet said that I wanted to reference is um she said, when do we launch, and I'm not going to use the phrase that you don't like, but light, lightning round, lightning round, the podcast where we just yell out random questions at Rick, because nothing sounds more torturous to me than than doing that. So Janet, you continue to make me love you more and more with every passing moment. That does not sound like fun at all, but, it, you know. It could be a thing where I just sit there uncomfortably and awkwardly and people launch questions at me and make me do the one thing next to eating in front of people that makes me the most uncomfortable. Yeah, he really doesn't like that at all. Uh, Soon. So I think soon, Janet, is when we're going to launch that. Soon. Uh, Cool. Yeah. I need some more editing work to do. I'm getting, getting my process down. It's too tight. I need some more editing. Okay. So... That ends mildly interesting questions. Uh, thank you for your answers and responses. And and I look forward to seeing what we're going to do with mildly interesting questions next season. But you we're just not gonna... admitted that there were going to be more questions. Suck it. I said, no, I said, I look forward to seeing what we do with mildly what interesting we do questions. Is, is ask them. We ask them. Ask. Asked and answered. This, I'm sorry, we've already gone over time for this part of the agenda, so I'm going to have to table this. We can put it on the parking lot. We'll have to circle back right, to discuss fine. it later. Did you want to do the Robert's Rules of Order that you were doing previously? <laughs> Which, <laughs> this we is have a business. We New have business. A, we have a quorum if you would like to bring something up to vote. Okay. so No, but uh, we were going to try to keep this one short, given the day that it is. And so I feel yes. like we need to take action decisive right, let's, action to let's do go that. let's go we we have very few things left so let's do it i'm looking at my i'm looking at my production meeting notes i haven't had a chance to check anything off yet but we're done with that we're done with that we're now on to production notes do you have any production notes cammy yes i think that weekly production meetings are too much okay what is your intended correction for that i would like to try doing monthly production meetings and see how that cadence feels. If it feels way too little, then maybe we do every other week. Okay. And then what, just because from, I don't disagree with that. It does feel like a lot, especially now that we've worked out most of the kinks to like do this every week. But I would ask, we get a lot of good shorts and reels content out of the questions. Okay. Please. Please let us know what your okay, thoughts are so on that. Let's talk about mildly interesting questions, which are a huge feature. You see why I let it go earlier? Because now it's a production meeting conversation. Hmm. We get a lot of mileage out of these mildly interesting questions that you and I ask one another each week. And so I'm thinking we do record weekly mildly interesting questions for short content. Uh, and if you wanted but to not, address not some of the live. No. Or live. Not, not live. live. Okay. Got Except it. for the thing that Janet and I are secretly planning behind your back right now. I know it doesn't look like that, but I am typing with Janet right now. We're planning an entire show around asking you questions live. Make no uncomfortable. That sounds not fun. 
Um, so all. yes, I think we do. I think we do a live monthly production meeting, and then I mean, we just record shorts whenever it floats our boat. So you like the so again. Spike is upset that we haven't revealed this. I can hear him yelling at me. The um, the thing we have started to do as an experiment is not just uh, chop up things from episodes into shorts, but we've done this thing where like we give one another prompts <laughs> and we're like, go record some content based on this. And we don't, it's kind of like the questions. Like we don't know what one another's recording. We just start with a prompt and then we throw it together into a short or a series of shorts. So I kind of like that in terms of it can happen on the fly. Like mm -hmm. we don't need to really prep for it or plan for it. And then we, um, yeah, can just do a monthly production meeting to bring people up to speed on stats and we can still do a mildly interesting question thing then as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably more sustainable. I, my only caveat is I may push back if I feel like we don't have enough content for shorts and, okay. that kind of, and reels and okay. that kind of stuff, because that, like it or not, that's part of this game now. No, days. I get it. It's just that we've very much discussed that we're doing this because it's fun and relaxing yep. and having to do two, like recording sessions for a weekly episode and recording sessions for a production meeting every week is feeling like a lot. And I don't want it to feel like a lot. I want to, I want to wake up and be like, Oh my God, we get to record today. This is awesome. Okay, cool. Also you edit a lot. You have a lot of editing work to do. So one live production meeting a month means so much less editing work for you in theory. Yes. And that means that also means for folks who are listening to this, that the podcast is now reduced to mostly guests with very little bonus content. So the, well, that's a, that's a really great point. So let's ask the people if you're watching this and you're like, actually, Actually, Cammy, your best episodes you. are just yeah. the two of you being idiots together. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's not, and that's never going to happen. But okay, so yeah. let's 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 throw that out there as that may potentially case. be. Yeah, I have I have allergies. Mm -hmm. I'm a little sniffly. I feel like Melissa McCarthy. I've never blown my nose on camera, and I don't want to. Can Spike we, doesn't want me to either. It's fine. We We're can, good. We, okay. Um, so yeah, let's, I agree with you. Let's reduce the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, <laughs> Janet is just cruel. I'm like, I'm, I'm near Janet. I'm going to block you on Facebook. If you keep this up, He's she not. says, she says, actually, Cammy, the best episodes are you asking Rick questions, mm -hmm. which is not true at all. I don't mm -hmm. appreciate that. Janet. It's not very nice. Um, so good. Yeah, it's funny though. Uh, so, okay. So we'll, we'll go that direction. Uh, but with the potential that we need to explore that in August and say, are we still yeah. generating enough content? Because yes, <clears throat> this is supposed to be during, be something that we enjoy and we look oh my forward gosh to... we both should have answered mildly interesting people when we asked one another what our favorite but most useless hobby was <laughs> it's not useless we're How did we're, I introduce, miss it? we're introducing people to people they might not know who are wildly interesting so okay. <clears throat> but all i'm saying is as <laughs> There are production meetings where we're totally transparent with you. And then there are executive meetings where Cammie and I are really transparent with one another. And Cammie knows that I can't half-ass anything. And it's mm -hmm. not enjoyable to me if I'm kind of half-assing it. So even though it means more work, I enjoy it more. I come from a long line of coal miners and rail workers. Like <laughs> I, if I don't have black long, what am I doing? So like I need to put in the work to make it enjoyable 
to me. And so if I don't have enough work to do or I'm not seeing the numbers move enough, then I may get frustrated. And so I may need to pull an emergency break and be like, we need to do more X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. And I completely respect that about you. Cool. Speaking of numbers, are we ready to move on to the stats for the week? Yes. And I'm going to complain. Okay, please do. We're on to the stats section. Please complain. I looked this morning and recorded the number of Instagram followers that we had. Mm -hmm. And then later in the afternoon, something happened and our short got a bunch of views. So we got two more followers. So I had to, I had to mar my notebook right here. I had to be like, no, it's no longer that. Unfortunate. And then right before the show, I checked again because I was like, I want to be accurate. And I had to change it again. So we have 233 followers. So everyone, if you're going to follow us, please follow us. But don't follow us right before a production meeting when I have to keep updating my notes. So that's it's up a little bit, right? Yeah, it's up a little bit. I'm just kidding. You can follow us whenever you want to. You're welcome to follow us at any time. I was That was fake complaining. And we have hooked our Instagram up to the Facebook now. So... Wherever you, wherever you want to follow us. <laughs> We've hooked Instagram up to Facebook as if that's not the same exact fucking company. So, uh, but anyway. It's amazing. They make it so easy. I wonder how so they weird. collaborate so well. So uh, if you just like following us on the Facebooks, you'll get our content there. If you want to follow us on the gram or whatever the kids call it, like you'll get our content there. Just it's choose your own adventure for where you get the social content or follow both and like, like all our stuff, like Cammy and I do. We, Cammy even uses the accounts to like her own photos. Like I uh, use that, it to like your photos too. Oh, that's nice. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. So let me get in any other stats you want to share. I have no additional stats. Okay. That's the only stat. So from from my perspective on the audio podcast, which is available on any podcasty platform that puts noise in your ears when you click on the buttons. So that could be Apple Podcasts, could be Spotify, could be Overcast, could be, I don't know, people listen to iHeart Radio, iHeart Media stuff even, and hear our stuff. So uh, we currently have... Uh, 1,368 plays, which again, it's just a machine. Like every week we get the same number of listens. And um, I don't really know how to break that trend. Not that I'm disappointed in it anyway, but we do, we are getting to the point where some of our original episodes, like people have stopped listening to like some of the first episodes and they're only listening to the newer ones. So I would like to figure out ways to highlight some of those amazing guests that we had uh, back in the early days. So maybe that's something I can do with the newsletter where I can do like blast from the past. Here's Jordan Hales and all the awesome stuff that she said. Also something we can do with our, our season finale. So our between season one and season two, we're doing a, a retrospective. I guess mm-hmm. of season one. And I think that'd be a great time for us to highlight those earlier guests. Yep. Cool. I have an idea for that retrospective that I haven't fully formulated yet, but we can discuss in our executive session after the, after the production meeting. The one, the one where we have sandwiches. Yeah. Yes. It's catered. <laughs> we have a craft table for the executive session. Sorry. You don't get a craft table for the production meeting. That's just how it is. We only have so much budget. We need to get more, go we find no more budget. people to watch, go find more people to watch this. So we have budget and you will get a craft table. We'll, we'll door dash like you a coupon or something. I don't know, but just anyway. So that's 13, a big promise to make dude. 1300s. If they get a, if if they like what we're doing, they recommend it to other people. Those other people become followers. It's a pyramid scheme. They deserve okay. to. They deserve to benefit from the the Ponzi scheme that we're. So, where are we starting a cult? No, I don't have the energy for a cult. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, I don't. I don't think I'm ready to be a cult leader. I have the energy for a cult. I just don't have the energy for a cult. I have an energy for OCCULT, 
a cult. Oh, yes, obviously. Fine. Let's go watch but some cult a, stuff after this. Not after a our cult. executive meeting. Okay, Let's cool. hear some more stats. I want a sandwich. All right. Whoa. All right. So <laughs> that's the podcast. Um <clears throat> For YouTube, we uh, have 108,000 views so far. So we did that 100,000 view celebration. We're almost 10,000 over that. We uh, have 893 total watch hours. So we're edging ever closer to uh, 1,000 watch hours, which I think will probably be our next Depending on what happens, I think that'll probably be our next uh, kind of like mildly interesting win. And we are at uh, 287 subscribers currently on the channel. And it's been fluctuating. It's been, you know, we go through these periods where it's like we get two followers, we lose three followers. We get four followers, we lose two followers. So it's been kind of oscillating around 287 right now. And the other thing, and I just noticed another comment is, uh, our time code King is back adding time codes to Hi, a Mahesh. lot of our videos. So Mahesh had, had, he'd been like, this is enough. You people are overworking me with the time codes and the things. But he, you know what, when, when you are feeling overworked, overstressed, the most important thing is to stop, take a break, take care of yourself first. And, and as Cammie always says, don't do this unless you enjoy doing it. And so he has come back and provided time codes for several of our other videos. So That mostly makes me happy because I feel like he's doing it because he likes doing it. And I like it when people like doing things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it really, and I mean this in all, we're being kind of glib about this, but I mean this in all I'm sincerity. <laughs> like he does, he is really kind to pick out super interesting moments of mildly interesting stuff and, and highlight those for folks. So uh, if you get the chance, go through it's enlighten me is his uh, YouTube name. Uh, if you get a chance to go through Mahesh's comments, please do. He's always great at, at highlighting some interesting portions of the work that we're doing. And my voice is apparently going. So, uh, that's all the stats. An entire have. season of talking has been a lot for you. It really has. Uh, the only thing, unless you have anything else, Cammie, uh -uh. The, on, the only other thing I have is we would really appreciate it if you have the time to join us for the launch of season two, which is Tuesday, June 27th at 7 p.m. Pacific, Pacific time. time. Yeah. And uh, if you can be there live, great. If not, we have this fancy doohickey that records everything for you anyway. So you'll get to see it one way or the other. But we would really love to have you there live so you can please keep Janet at bay as she tries to get more questions for me or whatever she's doing. No. I think I think she, I think I think some of her shots are probably like Anytime Rick gets asked a question, take a shot. Like, I think that's probably what's happening. I don't want to. Hey, like, Rick, do you think that's project. what's happening? I don't want to project. I just asked you a question. You see. Stop it. Just <laughs> stop. It's like, that was the fun. That was a funny part of that Dungeons and Dragons thing where they have the, the, you can only ask five questions to these corpses. And then they kept asking <laughs> stupid questions and the corpse would go, yeah. Like, no, no, that's not for you. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got later, they get tired of asking the corpse questions. So they just leave one dude hanging. So, yeah. yeah. Sad. No one I feel just bad sitting there for that dude. waiting like, for his fifth question. question? Yeah. Five questions. It's almost like they based it off mildly interesting <sighs> questions. Oh my gosh. All right, Chris Pine. <laughs> I, I see what you did five questions all right anything else cammy before we before we close out season one shut this all down potentially never to come back again no anything that's else not true that was much bullshit 
I call bullshit. We on are that. shutting down season one. We're shutting down season one, but it's not going to never be hurt. People can still go can, and watch it. Can and you hear guarantee it. we've got a season two? Like, do you already have? A have guest I already recorded? Can? Have I already recorded an episode of season two with a, an amazing human that we know and love? Yeah, I can. I can promise. There's already a season two. All right, fine. And more booked. So sorry, Rick. Mm-hmm. Fine, I guess we're, we're doing coming we're doing back. Season, doing season can I, two. Can I take a moment to be what? a little sappy and just? Uh, it's been a long time since I I used to podcast. Like some of you might know that, some might not know that, but I was a podcaster for years and years and years. I did a weekly show, a live show, um, and then I did another podcast, and then I did some like live interview podcasting stuff. And I, I'd really. It turns out I missed it, and. This is a really bright spot in my life right now. Um, and and even when I'm struggling with other things, this is something that's really making me happy. So I just want to thank all of you for being here for it and for giving you're me welcome. a chance to play. I'm happy to be here for it. I'm glad since you're the one that wanted to do it. <laughs> oh, you were talking to them. I'm I sorry. Them. I just I got lost in your eyes and thought you were talking to me. It's it's my fault. Yeah, the octopus fell, so I'm having to look at this little dot. Yeah, cool. See, that works. Yeah, that all works. Okay. Maybe we need a sticker. We need a sticker. So yeah, that could work. So or some googly eyes, we can stick to the back of your camera. The (laughs) season one, mildly interesting people, mildly interesting win. We made it through an entire season, 20 episodes and a bunch of bonus content. Looking forward to releasing episode one of season two in the coming weeks. And we'll look forward to seeing you at Me? the next live. Yes, Me. you as well. Okay. All of us at the next live. Janet on... especially. No, Janet's at something. She's got a Uh-oh. thing. She's at a okay. leadership convention, she says. Uh-oh. Okay, well, that'll be good for your career. Tell you what, Janet, why don't you just put this up on the big screen at your leadership convention and really entertain some people with annoying questions that I get asked. can't wait. I'm going to come up with the best. Janet, did you know that I accept questions for Rick for the mildly interesting questions? It's true. So far, the only person who has sent me questions is Mahesh. You could start mm-hmm. sending me questions, and then I can have questions from you and from Mahesh and from me. So, that's, just saying. That's that's even less work for Cammy. It is. <laughs> All right, we promised to cut this short. Let's let's. She, oh, she did send you one. You just never used it. You said it was a really hard question. And I I remember because I have to listen to all of our episodes like five times. I remember. I kind of remember this now. Just text it to me instead of Facebooking it to me. I never check Facebook. All right. Cool. Um, And you already texted it to me and I forgot. I'll go check my texts. all, All that, all that and more. So. Thank you for joining us. As I said, this is going to be a short one. We're going to finish like two minutes early. So uh, maybe three. You're welcome. You're welcome for us keeping it short. Uh, thank you. As Show always. Show my Potter's whimsy earrings before we go. Yes, of course you may. Uh, thank you, everyone, for not only taking the time to show up, but as Cammie said, for just being here and participating and uh, just following along on this random hobby journey thing we're doing. We hope you find it entertaining. We definitely find it entertaining trying to entertain you. So we look (laughs) forward to uh, spending more time with you in season two and hopefully a few seasons beyond that. So uh, have a good rest of your weekend and we will catch up with you in a week or so. All right. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.